the Muscle Mind Podcast, optimizing your life one episode at a time. So this episode, we got a little bit deep. Uh, we had a, we kind of had a good little banter between us, um, talking about why people fall off during the New Year's resolutions and really took a deep dive into the psychological aspect and the mental aspect of New Year's resolutions. We even cover how social media affects, you know, people starting New Year's resolutions and the 80% that fall off in the first six weeks. So this episode, if you're struggling with your New Year's resolutions or you you haven't quite hit that peak yet, um, definitely give this a listen. We give some good tips on how to overcome that and uh, kind of prepare yourself for whenever you do hit that wall because you're probably going to hit that wall in whatever whatever type of goal that you set. So um, this episode is probably presented by Home Fit Fitness Consulting. It's February, so they're running a two-for-one special. Couples, ladies and gentlemen, you can work out together for the price of one. Make sure you visit their website, homefitconsulting.com. Tell them that we sent you and you'll get a little surprise. Hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Muscle Mind Podcast. I'm joined today with Cody Robinson, looking sexy as ever. Boom. Today, this is our uh, this is our 16th episode. It is. Are you proud? I'm super proud, especially when less than six months ago, uh, the dream was to have a podcast. Hey, that's right. Now we, we just get to talk about a bunch of crap. Um, <laughs> Some, maybe literally one of these days. Maybe literally. Hey, one. I'm, I want to do a sports one, personally. But anyway. Sports what? Just a sports podcast. This general sport? Oh, about sports. Yeah, about that's sports. That's how much you love sports. Yeah. yeah. I would not. My wife would be a whole lot better at that really? than me. I would love to do She's it. the one. If somebody talks about a pro player, uh, I'm like, who does he play for? Really? She always knows. What? Yeah. That's disappointing, man. I'm hey, I can train athletes. I know the sport. I know a lot of players. You don't keep up with but it. But I'm not gonna yeah, I couldn't tell you, I don't even really know what a spread is. <laughs> a what? A spread as far as like, you know, gambling on sports and stuff. I'm not Man, we need to we need I'm to, sorry I just let you to, down. You just let me down. That's all right. <laughs> well, I always thought doing like a Monday podcast, like like you know, recapping anyway. Um, do it. Okay. Eighty percent of all New Year's resolutions fall off within six weeks. Six weeks. We are at year uh, week five. We're at year five. Yep. Week five. We're at week five. <laughs> Make fun of Cody podcast. Yeah, okay, man. that's okay. I'm, I'm yeah, eating, we're I'm we're eating. getting into the. Well, I guess it'd be the fifth week. What's about to be? Yeah. So, oh, into the first month. So it's it's about that time. So by the time they that, by the time they hear it, it'll be six. Right, weeks. right, right. So you know, uh, hopefully, you're not somebody that started to kind of. To pull off and and uh, it was all gangbusters the first few weeks and and now you're really starting to kind of taper from your your gym commitment your training your eating correctly you know or maybe you're maybe you did whole thirty and de cleanse now you're ready to yeah, eat them right. donuts that's and right you gained right ten pounds in February yeah, yeah. so um, we just want to cover that uh, it's a trend that's here we kind of wanted to bring in a reality I almost like one of the things that people know mm-hmm. that it's about to happen but. And hopefully our conversation can help prevent you from falling into that sure. category. I think the whole like New Year's resolution is a trend in itself. And then it, it almost feels immediately it switches into falling off your New Year's resolutions. Right. It's being like a trend. Like people are talking about it on social media. And I'm going to do this for the New Year's. And then after New Year's and after everybody parties for a couple of days and yeah. starts doing it for a week, it's just... You know, it's funny. I love it when you bring up topics. I, it's crazy that I'm, I study behavior and think about behavior all the time, but I never thought about it as it being 
just another talking point for people, especially on social media. That's what it is. I man. mean, it's where all the hashtags come from. You That's know, what it New is. Year's, you know, 2019. The social media legitimately impacts, I think, a lot of how the human behavior is. I completely agree. And it supports it, too, or it also hinders it. But yeah. I really didn't think about it being... Because uh, we see the trend, you know, like from a fitness setting, like mm-hmm. you see the ramp and then you kind of fall off and then you'll see it ramp up again right before, depending on the age group, spring break, you know, yeah. for college gauge or whatever. And then for summer, everybody else starts to do it and they taper in the summer and they bounce, come back up when school's back in session. So these like ups, you know, the peaks and flows. valleys. Yeah. Um, but, you know, here we are at the first dip and we really wanted to address it. But yeah, that's cool. I didn't really think about it from the aspect of like, now everybody gets to brag about. I'm glad that was over. You well, know? well, yeah. You even look at like social media, how it how it kind of I don't want to say manipulates, but you're going to start seeing a lot of like couple goals, things, and people. Yeah, things because it, yeah. it's new because it's coming up on the whole Valentine's deal. That's so true. They're putting that in people's heads, and I think now the whole they, I almost I really saw it. It kind of switched from doing all the New Year's, and then boom, all of a sudden it's. You know, you know, you see memes about, well, I had a piece of bread, so there goes my New Year's resolution. You know, whatever. Like, right, it's yeah. just, it's almost yeah. like instantaneous. And then you got the other ones that's sitting there in their, their soft shorts or pants or yoga pants yeah. and looking at everybody else that's apparently dominating their New Year's resolutions. Oh, that's right. And Most people are not. They, you know, they doctor up this nice fitness bowl, mm-hmm. you know, or not fitness bowl, but like food bowl or whatever, yeah. and then, you know. I've never been uh, a two foot two feet over. You got yeah. you got your thing of donuts. Yeah, a couple it's, of donuts. It's all it's so much of it's a facade. I've, I've never been a huge fan of New Year's resolutions. Yeah, well, we live it. I mean, we yeah. live. We it's always an up and down struggle for us anyway. So like, oh yeah. But I get what you mean. But I think it's up and down struggle for everyone. Right. And I think a lot of people get super discouraged, and it messes their whole year up. Yeah. If they're like, oh, it's February, and I haven't started any of my New Year's resolutions, or I fell off, then the whole year's a waste. Yeah. And I think I think that does hit people. A lot harder than most realize. I yeah, think. it's so like it yeah, just, because you you come out you know fresh and bit, yeah, and that's true. And if you have a lofty goal or, or it's the first, man, I had some other stats on this one that I wrote down because it talked about how like it's like eighty some percent of um, you know all Americans establish uh, you know New Year's resolution and like it's, I can't really say, but anyway, basically they've they set they've done the same res- New Year's resolution for the past ten years. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and most of them have to do with health. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy how it's that short window. So um, I think what we want to kind of talk about too, though, is not just the fact that, okay, it's here, it's happening, but but why does it happen? Um, other than just the, the the swing of the you know potential social influence or whatever, and that's just the trend. Mm-hmm. I think we can go a lot deeper in it. You know, for me, what I usually see, and you know, correct me if you see something different or you think it's wrong, but from what I have seen is, you know, people come out of the gate too hard. Like their their plan is too aggressive. Um, the goals are too lofty for a one month. Now, if you you know, if you stretch it out over a few months and allow your body to adapt, that's right. one thing. But a lot of people will go into it. They'll they'll go from no fitness or workouts to, you know, three to five days a week. Then they're cutting calories at the same time. So are you going to burn yourself out? So you're going to and you're going you can lead to injury. Like mm-hmm. you're you can overtraining. You're not letting your body adapt. You're cutting your calories while you're also expending calories, so sure. you're going to be in a major deficit. Yeah. So you're mentally you're not going to lose any weight. No you're more. not going to lose any weight because that's stalled. sustainable. Really good point. So we can kind of hang up on that for a little bit if you want to in a yeah. second. And then two, um, mentally, if you don't have the calorie, if you're draining your calories plus inhibiting your calorie intake, your caloric intake, then 
mentally you're going to be defeated right. because your brain needs food and if you're emotionally drained and you're hating it by the time you've gotten into a couple weeks especially the third or fourth week i see people come in with like muscle soreness because they've mm. they've overdone it and they don't allow the body to recover shin splints for people that think they have to run five miles a day when they haven't ran very true in the past 11 yep. months sure uh anyway what, what do you think about where we're going what really here? highlighted me was the whole mental state um i think a lot i that's what i pay attention the most with my clients is their mental their state kind of their mental wellness and, and and health because that can transfer automatically over to any kind of situation if their new year's resolution goal was to run you know 10 miles a week um and but you look at their mental state and they're like well i missed a few days but it's okay yeah, that's a good mental state about yeah. kind of where your news was, you know. Yeah, yeah. But if they're like, oh, you know, I, I haven't ran at all. It's just, you know, I, I don't even want to do this anymore. Yeah, that's it's, a, it's a, you know, a switch of mental state. That's, I mean, that's an all or nothing capacity. It's not going to, it's not good for anybody. I mean, you got to be able to give yourself a little bit of credit. The fact that you're already in there, you know. And then I would say, too, this might be a good time, well, to kind of revisit. You know, you did your kind of your six, eight minute, whatever, right at the beginning of the year talking about your... 12 weeks out of plan. And I've yeah. done it and it's been successful. I, highly, I mean, you don't got to revisit the whole thing. I mean, but like a plan like that, if you want to kind of like at least recap the quick structure of it, if you want to. Sure. It's just uh, uh, basically picking one thing yeah. and attacking it over the next three months. Right. That's it. Yeah. It's, a, it's picking one thing from your health, your relationships, your career. I think it was one more. But you yeah. just pick one thing and you focus on just solely that and yeah. don't make it so extraordinarily huge because essentially what you can create is four 12-week battle plans throughout the year right and and it's like what what are your next steps toward that not completely overhauling all at one yeah. time it's like what's the one thing that you can do well it was this it, month or right today? and one of the main ones was if you know if you want to start running you know yeah instead of making some stupid goal if you're going to run 10 miles a week just say you're going to run five minutes a day right you know for the next 12 weeks it's true i mean you can go if you go run go run more than likely you know you're going to be able to go run five minutes pretty easily sure most of the time you're going to go over five so anything you run over five minutes is a success you're doing more right. than what you yeah. told yourself that you had to do right it's just real simple things like that and but you have to take the time to plan it and write it down sure. and it's going to be because if you just throw it out there like some most people do it's not going to yeah. stick and then i had the kind of the follow-up of the you know designing your year and the way that you really kind of design where you want to go is by actually stepping into the shoes of how do you want to feel like let's say if you do want to lose 10 pounds or if you want to run eventually run 10 miles a week but your goal is to do five minutes a day what think about once once you achieve that goal how are you going to feel how are you mentally going to feel how how confident are you going to feel what's going to be next what's going to be next once you get there and that's that's the funnest part that i've never really thought about doing until you know this past year I've, i've learned a lot more about you know personal growth and professional growth and you know, most people, um, they'll, they may go that far, but then go as far as like, okay, imagine yourself that you've, you've lost your 15 pounds, that you, you're hitting your between five to 10 mile, you know, per week run goal or whatever. So you're at this new state and a lot of people aren't prepared for the then what? Yeah. And that could be when people are falling off and you right get now lost. too. So you get lost. So take the time to think now, okay, you've reached that status, you know, what does it feel like? Where are you at? Like, how are you handling life? 
And then if you were at that state now, what would be your next goals past sure. that? Yeah. And you start to kind of... Well, it's kind of like working backwards. Right. And Linda's like, a big proponent of that. Yeah. It's like you start at your five-year goal, yeah. then you break it down to your year goal, then quarterly, right. monthly, then daily. It's like working. It's almost like you, you go ahead and write out what your five-year plan is. Sure. Now you figure out step-by-step step how you're going to... Instead of doing like starting at the beginning like step one to step 50 right go ahead and start at 50 yeah and just work it on its way back it's kind of the same way yeah, yeah. and if you sense. don't if you don't put an emotional tie with it or a um a really deep thought process process it's just going to be another number on a paper for another year so true especially uh, if i want to lose weight yeah or you know i would say too um think of how that goal is going to benefit like the rest of your your life i mean to me i'm all about um like a ripple effect is what I usually say. If I can pick that kind of goal, if say I get my fitness going, there's this confidence level that's going to be there. So it's probably going to bleed in over to my successes of, of um, you know, improved relationship status or improved work status or that type of stuff. So um, sometimes just having one now, what you said, having one action that you can take for that, you know, that yeah. time frame. That's one thing. But just having one particular. This is what I'm going to do. Sure. There's too many other things in your life that that, that has a chance to oh. kind of overcrowd it. That's why you have to think of the different segments of your life to to really make it more worthwhile. And I think a lot. I think um, that could be what happens to a lot of people's New Year's resolutions too. Is everything else in their life suffers, so they stop. Sure. Because they're so hyper focused or micro focused on whatever it is that they're that they're that they're doing. If that's a good point. Want, yeah. If you I want to exercise that. more, and then but you realize by exercising more when you get off work you're sacrificing time spent with your family that's what i was gonna say you know like and then you didn't kind of plan that out or look at that from that angle or maybe your husband was like he's like you know you i need you home like you need help right i don't want you going to the gym and then maybe that caused problems in your relationships you didn't really see or kind of you know work that out in your head from right. that angle and you're not gonna let that you shouldn't. You're not yeah. going to let that suffer. But I mean, that's that's a big a big part. Sure, of it. very well could be. So then you pull out because you're like, I gotta, I gotta go eat dinner. Or I gotta do yeah. this, and or that could be an excuse for some people too. Uh, very much. It's so. like, oh my, my my husband or my wife needs me home, so yeah. I, just, I can't go to the gym anymore. Um, so those are those are those components. It's just, I, I do think there's a lot of kind of short sightedness for one, um, for two. Like you said, not really preparing or thinking of all the other segments of your life that it can interfere with. Absolutely. I think especially mentally. I think especially if you're restricting yourself so much and you're adding, even though it's considered use stress or positive stress for for fitness, you're still adding stressors to your life and your body don't necessarily know how to handle that kind of freaking out. major overload. Sure. So then you mentally get discouraged and that type of stuff. I started reading another book. Um, you'll hear me say started reading another book a yeah, lot. You read a lot of I've books. started finishing books now. This Have you? That's my goal. Yeah. Good. But it's um, it's called Willpower Doesn't Work. It's a phenomenal book. Uh, it's really... It talks about your environment because your body, your mental capacity, you only have so much true, true willpower. Like yeah. to be able to over like, um, just overcome something, uh, right. you know, or because even if you expend it on one thing, whether it's not eating this food, then you're not going to be able to use it. It's just, it's very short sighted. But really what he talks about in this book is about your environments, like what you, what you allow kind of to be around you. So like Makes sense. stressors at home, like clothes and stuff, it's kind of piled up or the wrong kind of food just because it's there. Not only is the temptation there, but like it's it's still like a mental stress. But if it's not even there, it doesn't even stress right. you. Right, right. But then like some people can go to the point of like fitness if they're struggling or they're trying to keep consistency. 
you know, there's a chance that you probably were meal prepping, you know, the first three to four, yeah. three to four weeks of, of January. Um, you probably were setting out your shoes, getting your gym bags probably out there or whatever, you know, or in your car. So you knew that there's, you know, a heightened chance that you're going to go work out as soon as mm -hmm. you go with work. Um, you know, you had to sit down and talk with your family. It says, look, don't bring this crap into the, yeah. into the house. Cause like, you know, it don't need to be in there cause I'm trying to reach my goal. And then life hits in and then it's like, before you know it, one of these little habits kind of fall off. Why do you think people do that? Why do you think people do that? Oh, man, that's such a. <laughs> I was hoping you had that. <laughs> no, but I mean, it is a very valid question. Why do you think people are so gung ho to, like, establish what you everything you just did? Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go as far as saying it, and they also cover this book, and because I have a, and I have a, a morning routine, a morning ritual now. For years, I was like, I don't even like the concept of routine. I feel like it's gonna make me feel boxed in. Um, I was far from the exact truth opposite. That. Exact yeah. opposite because. You know, I have like a I get up, I do the, you know, read this, um, you know, read devotional stuff. I, I actually journal. We spend about 15 minutes doing that, just writing kind of where am I at. A lot of gratitude that I do. Um, and it, it, it actually prepares me for the day and actually has me like think. <clears throat> I think the reason people falter is because they have like that initial thought, but it's not a full behavior change. And so they don't have those types of strategic map outs every day. They become reactive. Sure. Like, the year kind of kicks up and they become reactive to the day. So kids might be pulling them one way, job is kind of getting harder. Uh, I don't know, just because people are weak. <laughs> you just wanted to throw that out there. No, I did just kind of, I think people are weak. I think people make excuses and they're just, they're weak. Well, let me go as far as before, because I, I, I get where you're coming from. I would say the, but the weakness can actually be changed by establishing these like creating the better environment for yourself so i'm not going to let saying people would be weak to be a cop-out it's almost to the point of <clears throat> when i was doing one research study it's called the tiger study and they studied the fto gene which is like your uh what they call the fat gene and basically if this this particular gene is activated in your body you actually have a less less desire to work out even even if you establish a habit sure. there's just this uh, there's a harder battle for people what was interesting though is like versus people that in the study that learned that this was active in them rather than them saying oh i'm just genetically lazy it actually allowed them to take it off the burden off of themselves and be like okay there's something i actually got to overcome sure and so then they actually started achieving like these crazy landmark goals so i feel like you got some manipulation you really want to go in no 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 so what do you, you mean said, well because you just straight out said people are weak i mean well, it can and be, that's and it, i, under, I understand be. that but i mean the, the concept of the podcast is to try and give somebody some some you know how to understand no i get that but i think uh, just for me coming from my own personal experience sure if let's say i i set a goal to uh, i want to start eating better and i want to meal prep and if i can meal prep for three weeks in a row and then Sunday comes on that fourth week, and I'm like, oh, I really don't feel like it, and I don't meal prep, and I could fall off that week. Sure. There's nothing, there's no other reason that then that happens, right? Other than I'm being lazy. Well, that's true. And I just didn't do it. Aside from that, though, is that a natural habit that you were born with, or structure in your life? Things okay, that you've chosen to do. How many people have that? How many people suffer from that particular deal that you're talking about? Which one? The Food prepping or? No, the one where you Oh, the, the, the yeah. genetic component? Uh, Not that many. 
there's a lot more. Yeah, there's a lot more than you think. But but I'm not giving a genetic cop out either because I I'm not a huge fan of that. Right. Because, a majority I mean, of people. Yeah. I think are 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 very weak-minded. I think they're not. Not yeah. I think they're weak-minded on it. Really, sure. <laughs> But, they, but, but this is why I say that is because they can do the same. They can watch their favorite TV shows every damn night and not going to miss okay, them. Okay, here you go. But it's true, though. They can get up and go to Starbucks every morning. That's true. And not miss that or be late for work. I think it's choices. Yeah. I think it's just not, not being mentally strong to make to, to, to kind of bring it all together to change what they prioritize. And I think it's being lazy. That's from my personal experience. That makes sense. And I mean, again, you know me, I, I kind of went into the nice mode there. No, it doesn't bother but, me, I mean, man. But I mean, the whole reason we wanted to have this podcast is to have some days yeah. have these kind of things. But, you know, as you were saying that, I was thinking to the component of like, what's the biggest thing you say all the time? And be true to yourself. Sure. And maybe by us saying this is, is really making you kind of think and actually see those other, like you, you made a really good point. I mean, it's been four hours watching Netflix uh, I watch Netflix all the time. I watch, when I watch my shows, I'm usually like, I'm you're like sweating. Like, no, I'm like sweating. No, I'm like sweating. I, I actually watch stuff when I'm working out. Oh, like really? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Good. Like That's other good. people listen to, I, I mean, I'll work out longer the longer oh, the show. Yeah. Um, so I'm but, just saying there's ways you can change that. Right. And there is ways you can change that. But I, I think it's, um, I think <laughs> by and large, it's, I don't know, people might not like me saying this, but I think by and large, People are, are, are very weak-minded towards things that they know are difficult. That's true. Because so the human body, it's, is, 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 its natural inclination is to do what's comfortable, to, be, to do what's safe, and to preserve itself. Right. Then you have people like David Goggins, yeah. who's like, if it's hard, I want to do it. Jocko Willink, if it's, if it's tough, good. I mean, uh, Tim good. Ferriss is that. Tim Ferriss is Tim like, Ferriss I'm going to pick way. something. I'm going to do it for like a month or whatever, and it's like, going to be the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. And you got some people like that. I think it's more of a, a just a, a mental. I think it all kind of wraps around mental. Just being well, weird. I definitely do yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Mentally strong, I think people are weak, but I think they're weak because they're scared to kind of fail at something. Sure. Or like if your goal is to set out and you're going to start working out more, you know, I talked with a, a client today. She's got a friend who's, you know, very awake. She goes to the gym at 2 a.m. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to see anybody. Mm -hmm. As opposed to being like, to hell, you know, who cares? Because ultimately no one, ultimately people don't care. That's that's the truth too. Actually, that's another thing I used to think about, about people feel like everybody's watching them and they're... Well, they're, really, they're, all, they're really not. They're not. They're like, concerned, no everybody's concerned about yourself, right. thinking that each other's looking at each other, that's, and they're not. Right. People d don't... I, I called that... Fan, I actually coined it, and it was, I've never found it, like phantom audience. It like, is like, like a phantom audience. That's what I've like actually... People, and I think it's just been, you know, I think making that switch in your, in your brain, like being mentally tough to where understanding, you know, that, it, you know, this is what you want to do, this is how you have to stabilize it, and this you have to do it. You just have to... Put a plan and take out the things that you don't want to do. Because if you know anyone can make a New Year's resolution to start exercising more, and 100% of those people could do that. Right. Well, it's like you know, back to Michael Hyatt. You know, he he established. You've heard of smart goals, but he kind of recreate, he reestablished. It makes a lot more sense as far as like smarter goals and right. like the the R. A lot of people people talk about it being like relevant to what you're trying to achieve. He changed it to risky. Sure. Because if it's something, there's actually, I wish I had done a little more research on this one, because there's like different zones that you want to be in in order to push yourself past the limit or a capacity that you want to not only do what you want to achieve, but like you want to gangbusters achieve. Yeah. And that's what we're about. We want to try and empower people to do that. So I'm really glad that you were like, people are weak. 
Um, sure. Because there's there's the I'll comfort because there's the thing. He said there's three zones. There's the comfort zone, which is where most people reside. There's like the risky zone, which is you know on the edge. It's a, it's it's going to be a challenge. You know, it's just pretty lofty. But then there's like this um, not astronomical, but it's like uh, what do you call it? It's just it's way far out of your reach. It's just way <clears throat> it's just just impo almost impossible for mm -hmm. you to do. It's just so lofty. Um, and he talks about how in order to make those great gains, like you really need to have that like go just before it's like um, too crazy and then back to risky. So sure. what's going to be so almost like just crazy unachievable for you and then drop it down. A couple drop it down just a little bit. And then that's 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 uh, setting your standard. Forward. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's basically just, you know, putting it's just I mean, look at guys in like. Pro basketball, LeBron James. Mm -hmm. You know how risky it was for him to go back to L.A.? Yeah. Huge. And that dude's got so much pressure and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I do but know who he is. You do? There you go. <laughs> you didn't know who he was, man. Was I'm, just to I'm getting go. Push it off. We're going to have to do a little lesson. No, I know. But, yeah. But he's got so much pressure. Right. But I think guys are just have a have a mental toughness about them. Sure. David Goggins is a, is a great – Tim Ferriss is a great example. Yeah. I think his name is Matt Greenfield. He has an awesome podcast on fitness. That dude – He'll find the hardest shit he could possibly do, yeah. and he'll he'll just go do it. Yeah, and, and there's usually if you learn if you there's usually something that's kind of led him to do that. It's right. like some kind of major failure in life, yeah. or, um, or you know they've hit rock bottom, or some kind of accident happened, or somebody died. You know, it's just usually some kind of, and that's what it's mental. It is mental, and but at the same time, I'm really so big on like prevention and trying to get ahead of that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's why if you if you read those people, that's why they have their platforms because they they really want people to start making the yeah, changes without sure. having to wait on a traumatic event to happen. Right. So that's why I was going to say a second ago, uh, as a good segue for me, not to change out of it, but <clears throat> as you're listening, as you're watching, you know, I, I encourage you think, kind of take a second, kind of think through your life. What are some areas that you would consider yourself to be to be weekend. Don't yeah. beat up on yourself. And don't like, lie to yourself. And don't lie. Be true to yourself, <laughs> obviously. So don't say you're pretty good at it if you really know that you're not. Take the time to do that. Um, and again, don't beat up on yourself, but think about what would a risky um, but achievable goal be for you and what are the first steps that you can take like today to start making those changes. And if you don't know, find a friend, find somebody, bring it up to them. I yeah, mean, just talk. You, you yeah. talk to somebody. I mean, you got to be able to share this stuff with people. So, yeah. Anyway, what are your thoughts? Well, you, you, you're talking about like being weak in certain, like um, being weak in certain areas of your life. I think my, a lot of mine was time management. Yeah, that's huge for a lot of people. Yeah, most, I would say a lot of most people. And I'm weak at it. But you can either be like, okay, I'm weak at it, or keep making excuses and all this, et cetera, et cetera, and complain about not having time during the day to do this and that, but yet, you know, you, you're, you eliminate things that you know are time wasters for you and you figure out the best thing to do. That's being mentally tough right. to, to be true to yourself and understand kind of where, where that line is for you. When you said earlier, when you were talking about, initially said when that people are weak, my brain automatically went to what I've thought for years, and it's, it's denial. Like, we live in a world of denial, so, like, it's, so it's like you choose not to address the most important things in your life that need to be changed. Yeah, you put them on the back. And that's why, that's why the weakness is, that's, to me, that's where the weakness comes that from. That can so much, that can drastically affect your day-to-day -day ability to your, perform. Your if, you're, if you're taking all these things that you're trying to avoid, 
and you're just shoving them in the back of your brain. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, but your brain is going to bring it up every now and then. Right. And that could be a trigger for you to be lazy, to be weak, to be like, oh, I don't want to go out of the house because yeah. we've got so-and-so looming and I don't really want to deal with it. Yeah. Well, that comes back to the, the environment shift. I mean, I know that sounds a little bit kind of the beginning. It's like, oh, you know, because there's that new show on Netflix that everybody's watching four hours a night right now anyway. Ted um, Bundy? It, huh? Ted Bundy? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. I can do... Okay, we, no. I can do... I, <laughs> Man, you get no, no, going I'm about talking that about too, the man. lady that's doing like all this like cleaning overhauls. Like it's this big thing now. It's like they're completely changing your layout of yeah. your house. It's like decluttering your house. Okay. So you have a bunch of junk. So you were just talking about like examples of like it's still in the back of your mind. It's like um, clothes that are in the closet you had in war for you know sure. six six weeks or you know sixty days or whatever. Like it needs to be gone. You know if if the you have that past if, if the Netflix yeah well yeah just Dude, like I could. It attack it yeah i mean it could root that but that i think that people really under underlie or don't put as much emphasis on things especially pertaining to their health and like their mental health and even their exercise and stuff right that that bill that you're letting just trying to not pay it like trying to not yeah pay denial denial gets you nowhere it piles up yeah, on you cool. and then and it's like even talking about like you know the netflix if netflix really is a problem you know like you, there's a couple things you can do one you could straight Cold, cold turkey, cut yep. it off. Don't even do it. Um, a lot of people cut cable because they don't want the distractions. But you can also create things to almost like um, automate. <clears throat> this was a good in like this. Michael Hyatt always says like use things as an experiment. Try it for thirty days and see if you can kind of change right. it. Don't feel like you got to change your entire mm -hmm. behavior right now, but try it out. But <clears throat> like for me, for automation, so like you know, a lot of people don't go to bed early. You know, but that's yeah. usually one of the biggest things, the most important things you do. Um, Last night for me was not a good example for that. But sure. I've gotten a lot better at it. But what I've done is there's two things. So my phone, I've set it, you know, the bedtime app on mm -hmm. the, my phone to ding. It dings at nine. So it, it flips my brain into it's time to start shutting down for the night. Yep. And then like 30 minutes later, at least by 10, I have my, my lamps, they automatically shut off at that point. So I'm actually have created my environment yeah. to start changing to actually lead me into going, like sure. going to bed. So... It's, it's you have but, to be proactive. But, you have to identify yes. it. But you're taking the time. You have to yeah. to figure that out. You have to take the time. You're being mentally it. strong right. and, and and being you know tough about figuring out what what the best thing. I was talking with my girlfriend last night about me. I've been having a hard time falling asleep, and she just pointed at my phone. And I'm like, thank you. You're 100 percent correct. Right. She's yeah. like, and I'm making excuses and trying to find some other excuse, but I knew what the actual reason yeah. was. And that's why I said, if you don't know, bring it up somebody. to somebody else. Or, or, especially, um, there's a book now that's really popular called Radical Candor. Um, Ooh, and it talks sexy. about you know surrounding yourself with people. Actually, just being just straight, cut to the core, because that's how things really need to be you know, handled. And then, um, I was trying to think where I was going to go with that as far as like being like totally like more aggressive with that. Um, crap, I can't remember where I was going. It was a good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unedited oh always to us it's it's more fun to go to yeah. go about it that way i think it was a, it was the environment oh environment if you're lost it again no i didn't lose it i was just trying to think <laughs> trying to think the best way of going it so like um if you need to be motivated choose the people the people you surround yourself yeah with. it's so true you man. know if you're if the other people that you're you know uh, spend a lot of your time with if, if they're going through you know a lot of similar like 
struggles or, or whatever. You get around people, I mean, we don't have Tim Ferriss, right? To me, you're the biggest catalyst for me personally um, in the past six months that uh, I've ever had in my cool. life. So like, you know, the home fits changed. I, I've made personal, I think you've had a, uh, a direct influence on a lot of like positive other changes in my life that I've done. The podcast is, it was like a five-year dream of mine. You were like, freaking, let's do it. Yeah, man. You know, like you get around those kind of people and, you know, I have another really close friend of mine who years ago uh, that when I first moved, it kind of, this is almost a kind of piggyback when I was like really getting into more into training and, you know, being more kind of passive about stuff or whatever. And I was, uh, I was in a weak minded state because I'd see all these people doing these things or whatever. And then I said something uh, to him, he was a client of mine. Now he's like one of my closest friends. And I said something, uh, he was, he was going to go travel somewhere. And I was like, man, I wish I could do that. And he was like, why don't you? I, I know it was like a kind of a simple statement, but that at that moment, like I completely changed yeah. the, well, way it's, I, the way I view life. And you became mentally tough. Yeah. It stopped being some little... But I, I was around. Yeah. I choose to be around people who were going to challenge me. You know, I just let me be complacent in sure. this life. Well, that's a big key. That's a huge part of it. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. But some people are stuck in environments. If you mm-hmm. if you work at a, a a building, and you're stuck in an office with the same twelve people, sure. And you work eight to five, and you go home to your husband and your kid, right? You don't see any more outside interaction. Mm-hmm. So that is your environment, right? You know, either you can look at it like here's, that. Here's my response: change jobs. That's right. You, you <laughs> look at it like like that. Yeah. Or you could look at it as, I'm going to change jobs. I'm going to find something else. My I'm life's going to be rewarding. I'm going to my do life's going to be better. It hey. might suck for three months, but it's either you suffer for three or six months and live 50 years happy. That's my thing. There you go. Finish yeah. that. Finish that. Story. Well, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Or that's exactly where I was going to go. Or are you just going to let it just be? Yeah. Exactly that way. But when I people see when I see people that are overweight. Yeah. It bothers me. It pisses me off. Yeah. yeah it totally does. And I don't feel sorry for them. Sure. I know this is. But it's my, again, it's our podcast. <laughs> I don't feel sorry for them. Yeah. Because if you, like it's February 1st, 2019. If I saw that person that day, or even someone that's like just, you know, just in a bad spot, and I see them one year from now, and they're exactly the same, I don't feel any, I don't feel bad for them. Because if you took as much energy as you would on anything else in your life, trying to make yourself better those next 12 months, you could literally, literally be a different person. Yeah. entirely different person right yeah new year's resolutions or not keep your new year's resolutions to yourself just do them what whatever you know people out there my new year's resolutions are you know, <laughs> you know like just keep your shit to yourself yeah you know and just just go out there and do it because you're more than likely the one that is not going to do it yeah well no no slack for anybody today that's for sure um, no I'm just speaking the truth. No, I know what you mean because I mean sometimes people, you know, I'm I'm always like, you know, I don't want to ruffle feathers at the same time. I mean, sometimes people need to need to hear that. You know, like you know, you're right, and there are different approaches to different things. There's one more thing I was going to say about about environment or behavior, um, and I think it was pertaining to actually people that you know that you surround yourself with and, and being well, like motivating. Cut, well, just be, cutting people out of your life. That's the, yeah, changing environment. Yeah, yeah, cutting the ones that are that's actually, hard to do. That's that what takes, I was bringing up earlier. Yeah, and that takes mental toughness. If you have a friend that is literally bogging you down, who smokes all the time, drinks all the time, you know, get, get, gets mixed in with drugs. I see it working with a lot of you know like younger females. 
and they're out and their friends out running around being a little nasty little thing and they don't want to be around that anymore but they've known them since high school okay well you have to make a decision right if that person's friendship is worth you going down a wrong path or not right we're not supporting what you're doing it's better to have one friend that's supportive than 10 that are like you know it makes me think about as we're talking about these kind of connections and relationships um specifically for improved and enhancing your quality of life because that truly is our bottom underlying yeah. component is optimizing your life is what we want to do with this podcast anyway but you know i hear a lot of people talk about i need an accountability partner uh if i could just find somebody to go work out with me you know, I've, I've actually brought this up before. I think it was when Rick was mm-hmm. it was his, pod, his podcast. I was like, post on Facebook right now and go say, hey, gym. I need accountability for, yeah, well, you'd say go to the gym and that's fine too. Yeah, you need to move and act. I no, I'm saying agree. go to the gym and find oh, somebody. Oh, and find somebody there. That's a good point. I mean, go point. go in the gym, find the freaking, some guy that looks really fit or some girl looks fit and say, hey, can I t- yeah. tag along with the workout? Yeah. If, if, if they say no, then find someone else. Yeah. And then that person's a terrible person. You don't want to be around them anyway. If someone came up to me in the gyms and some kid or overweight, underweight, doesn't matter, or some girl and says, can I tag along with you in the gym? I'm going to say, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. You're not bothering me. So that's a good way to find, you know. Right. And then if you're in a situation that like you just, your let's say your job is different, like you you know it's inverted, your hours are different, just because we know there's different components and different yeah. capacities that you may not be able to up and do that. But you know we, I think we talked about this too. It's like you can use like social media to your advantage to help hold you accountable in that respect because it's like if you can't have somebody to go physically with you, like have somebody on there hold you accountable somebody that you got to check in with or yeah. whatever remotely that's gonna sure help kind of be that bug in your ear you know to make those daily changes or i completely agree and it can be you can have an accountability partner that just shoots you a text message that you know hey yeah. are you getting up and you're on the way to your gym today or how'd it go you know i think if you today? don't have that person in your life right now then you need to find someone right and a personal trainer is usually a good as a good sure. choice but it's not. It doesn't have to be. No. Like if you if you can't think of one person right now that that does not do that for you on a semi, you know, every other day basis, then you need to find new friends. Well, we also said that if you don't present it or put it out there, <clears throat> you don't realize the other people that's also feels the same way. Oh sure. You really you'd be surprised how many people that say that if I only had somebody to work out with, but they don't actually present it to oh, the yeah. world. And then they're like, they quickly realize, right? Yeah, I've been looking for somebody for all this time. Well, you can't just say right. if I had somebody to work out with, and then don't find. Somebody. And you don't say it to anybody. But like you said, if you put, if you go on Facebook and say I need a gym partner, yeah, you're going to you find somebody. You would be amazed at how many. Like I need a gym partner. I usually work out between X and Y. Yeah, people, uh, people like because they're they're in the same boat that right. This the data didn't have the mental toughness or yeah to just throw it out there for the public to see. Right. I think that's a you know that's a good point. I mean, so get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> See, I get nerdy when I get my first cup of coffee done. You get aggressive when you get Yeah, that's true. That's my, that's my first cup all day. Uh oh. I haven't happened. had any coffee all day. That's what happened. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, so here we are, February 1st. Hopefully, you're not going through this. If you've heard some of this stuff, yeah, maybe it ruffled a little feathers. Hopefully, that's for. That for the positive. Hopefully, it gets somebody you will get something out. Or of Or if let's say you're on the right track, you know you're nodding your head and you're laughing with us in agreement. Take a look around you. Think of your friends and family members who actually may fall into that gap or if or falling off of that wagon, or they're tapering off of their New Year's resolutions, and, and reach out to them and, and help help get them back going. Our all 
overall reaching goal for this podcast, even though we went on a bunch of tangents and we really were wanted to kind of make people move, we really wanted to kind of hit people who uh, are kind of coming off of it and try to motivate you to keep going, to get back on track. Right. If you have to change your environment, if it's not working again, do it. And do whatever you need to do to, to achieve your goals. Make sure they're risky, not outrageous, and get out of your comfort zone, most importantly. I think a lot of you need to stop and realize, too, it's only February 1st. Right. It's all how you phrase it. I mean, it's February 1st. It's all how you phrase it. So, so, most pe- so a lot of people with the New Year's resolutions, they probably wanted to achieve their goals by the end of January. Right. And, and not- they didn't necessarily achieve them, so now they think the whole year is shot. They're gonna, yeah. I mean, we, do, we, all, we all acknowledge that, fit, that January had 87 days in it. We get, we get it and we understand. Right. <laughs> That's but fe- February, you know, it's, it's, it's only, you know, the, the year is one-twelfth of the way done. So and there's a lot of shit that's going to happen, ebbs and flows, ups and downs, goods, bads. That will happen in the next 11 months is how you handle them. Well, yeah. You may not always be able to control, no. which, but you can always control how you handle it or how you respond to it. Also, um, I would say that in line with that – oh, failure. So a lot of people, I think, associate – that's, I failed. I didn't achieve my goal. So what's what's worth the point? I think if you disassociate, even though I'm always about putting emotion into things, I think if you detach emotion from the word failure, you're going to be a lot more successful in life because failure is just feedback. Sure. It actually lets you know, okay, why did I hit my goal? Yeah. I didn't do it because maybe I went too hard or I didn't have accountability or I did let life get back in my way or maybe my goal was way too lofty. I need to revisit it and pivot and continue on something that's much more short-term achievable. Right. Failure is feedback. You have the mentality there's a lot of things in your life that you're going to be able to continue moving forward and not go back to your complacency. You know, I think failure, I think everyone should reach for failure. I agree with that. I don't have – that's my thing is I'm not afraid to fail. Well, let's say, let's say you, you say you look at it and, and um, say that you want, to, uh, you want to run a marathon this year. Let's say you run a marathon in March. Or let's say you wanted to run a half marathon and you run a, a half marathon in March. And let's say, so boom, you already achieved it. So you're like, oh, I want to run a full. Mm-hmm. You run a full in September. And let's say you decide that I want to run a Ironman, mm-hmm. but you didn't finish it. Right. You failed. Yeah. But you accomplished your first goal and your second goal. Yeah. In order to fail. Right. So if you, failure is like I think you should keep raising your bar until you literally. If you're fail. Uh, yeah. A lot of people say fail fast, and sometimes people don't really know how to respond to that. But or you know, but that just means you're trying things. And, yeah. You're, 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 you're trying. That's the yeah. thing. If you're if you have. Let's say if you sit down and be like, how many things have I failed in, in my life? And if it's a few, that means you're not living your life to your full capacity because unless you're trying new things, unless you're trying to improve or trying to change or adapt and actually have those failures, it, it definitely, if you don't push for those, you're not going to have any more achievements under your belt. You're right. just going to be riding the same. The same, at, same and that's train. when you get complacent and you get... That's not the way to live. You don't, no. get, that many, you don't get that many years. That's right. I think, I think failure is a... I think everyone should fail all the time, right? Because your goals are so lofty that you they're almost impossible to get to, or they're going to take continue to take more time. Like for that example, let's say you do end up running a full Ironman, mm-hmm. but then you're like, I want to go run out these crazy races and do a True. marathon every day in ten days, right? And you're but you don't do it, right? Well, you still got your half full and then your Ironman, and that those are all accomplishes. Yeah, you know. 
And those are, I mean, those are like really, like you said, really extreme goals. And this, some people, it's just well, even if it's freaks them uh, out. Uh, but. Um, you know, if you want to build a build a business, yeah, and you set a goal to make fifty thousand the first year, yeah, well, you you get fifty thousand by January, yeah, but and you're you like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna push for seventy five, sure, but you don't get it. It's okay. Yeah, you you made over fifty. Right. You failed at your second goal, or whatever. Yeah. Miss, it really is perspective. Yeah, it, it. That's my biggest thing. I always I tell myself for sure, like I, I am a man of perspective. There's a reason I can like completely change my mentality about yeah. a situation or a person or whatever. It the more the more details that I know, um, you know, same concept on the business. You know, launch. You know, for people. You know, let's say they want to make they want to launch a business, make fifty thousand. If they don't launch the business, they're going to make nothing. That's right. You know, if you so, fail, you launch a business. Well, yeah. Then you just got you've attempted. You've How many attempted. people um, yeah. can say that they actually tried to start a business? Sure. Anyway, but it's true though, man. I think fail, failure is not a bad thing. No, I think that could be a whole another like and if you, depth of a podcast for sure. As yeah. far as like just the capacity of how failure. Uh, and if you failed, if you think you failed your New Year's resolution yet, then you're literally disgustingly wrong. Right. Like, how, how could you fail a New Year's resolution when you got eleven more February? months? When you got eleven more months you know? to go? Yeah. People get so discouraged about it. You don't. Do you think you're going to be perfect all year? Yeah. Like mine in January was intermittent fasting and no sugar. I did the no sugar. I didn't do intermittent fasting three times. Yeah. So. Yeah. You got to give yourself. That's another thing too, and that's really big on like that planner that I use. You got to give yourself partial credit is better than no credit. Yeah. You know, it don't well, have yeah. to. It don't have to be all or nothing because life is not. Even if you are doing everything right, you may not always be able to control. Oh, some shit's external gonna things that's going to happen. Some shit's going to happen. And then that's and that's one of the whole like the trans theoretical model. It's like a lot of people can they have adopted this behavior, but something something has happened in their life that they couldn't control that's kind of bounced them back to what makes them feel like square one. Yeah. Um, but you have to hold on to the achievements that you made to get there in order to re hundred percent you know, re get to where you want to go. So anyway, man, this one was. <laughs> this one was stout. Here, here we were thinking that you know we were gonna be like, it's okay that you failed. Apparently, everybody's weak. Yeah. And everybody just has eleven more months to get things done. <laughs> yeah. So get off your ass and go do it. But it's lack of planning. It's being mentally tough. Right. Understanding that you are weak in a lot of areas. Everyone's weak in a lot of areas in your life. Either sure. you work on it or you let it just kind of identify it. Identify. Yeah. Be true to yourself. Identify what you need to do. List out what you can do today or this week to start making those changes and you're not going to regret it you're not going to retreat what the regret f- yeah. taking action on but on yeah, there's literally nothing but good things that can happen right and that's what we want for you guys i know sometimes we kind of get one way or the other if Dude, there's any hard, ways man. don't worry about it oh i know if there's any way that we can do to uh to help you let us know feel free to comment um share some things let us know about your failures um you know things that you've overcome you'd be surprised at how just a one little comment or story can impact somebody else and yeah. change their life and so another reason we pulled the trigger on this podcast was just to be another uh, another avenue for people to kind of connect and and uh, improve and you deserve the best and we want the best for you amen <laughs> all right thanks, thanks guys. guys thanks for listening